So it's very, very clear to so many of us that what the Justice Department did in going after parents is, is obscene. But it was the hearing yesterday in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee where you heard senators talk openly about silencing parents that the effect had by the Justice Department putting out this memo agreeing with the National School Board Association that parents should be thought of as domestic terrorists. That this memo, the effects is absolutely silencing the free speech rights of Americans. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. It's good to be with you. William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, joins us right now. He is the mind behind legal insurrection. Uh, com, and we've talked about this memo with you, sir, but I want to get into specifically comments from Senator Tom Cotton, comments from Senator Mike Lee, comments from Senator John Cornyn, and others that really started pushing this, hey, this is not saying that school board members shouldn't be bullied. You bullied parents, and you may have silenced parents, and we've got a bigger problem here. So let's start with that general philosophy, sir. Did Merrick Garland, the attorney general, engage in the politicizing of the Justice Department, in your view, uh, and try and silence parents through this memo? Absolutely. This was a totally political act. We now know that the White House had communications with the National School Board Association before the letter came in. We now know that Merrick Garland acted within a matter of days over a weekend after the memo came in. That doesn't happen normally. And then the memo was put out there. And while he can get up there and say, well, we're only talking about threats, what other protest movements is he issuing such memos about? Okay, he's not. And so this was a shot across the bow of a rising movement in the country, which uh, is a parental movement trying to create the argument for local officials to use that they are threats and they are potential terrorists. So that's what it was clearly intended to do. That's what it did. It may not actually have that impact because there's such big pushback, but whether it has the impact or not is irrelevant. This was an attempt to demonize millions, maybe tens of millions of parents. This was an attempt to give political cover to local, mostly Democrat left-wing school board people who um, have been claiming that parents have no right to get up there and protest against what they're doing to the children in schools. Now let's make sure we, 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 we dig a, a little bit deeper here. It seems that Merrick Garland, the attorney general, got the letter from the National School Board Association and then wrote the memo. One of the questions he was asked about is, had he done any investigation into the claims of the letter from the National School Board Association, calling parents domestic terrorists, talking about violence across the country? And did they, he find any of those claims credible? As in his own words, he never did an investigation. So it does seem that he took the words of the School Board Association on its face and then decided to engage the Justice Department in this, uh, in, in this basically attack on parents as I see it, the question before us is, is there something in there, we, we could certainly describe possibly as sinister, but is this, there something in there that can give Republicans cause to try to get him removed? Well, I would strongly urge that if Republicans retake 
the House in 2022, uh, and if he's still attorney general, that they consider impeaching him. It's never been done to an attorney general, but this is completely outrageous. I mean, this is the complete politicization of the FBI and the Department of Justice for, you know, for no good reason. He can't even point to a reason why he issued this other than somebody wrote him a letter. And if you read that letter, almost all of the incidents they're talking about are simple protests. I mean, somebody getting up at a microphone and raising their voice is not a threat of violence. And if it were, they could have local police deal with it. Why is the federal government injecting itself into a non-issue when it comes to a federal law enforcement perspective? Why are they injecting themselves into this? Why are they issuing a memo? Why are they targeting parents? And I'll tell you exactly why they're doing it, because it's completely political now over there at the top echelon. And this parents movement is a huge threat to Democrats. It is a cross um, political movement. There are Democrat parents who are just as upset about what's happening in schools as Republican parents. So this crosses over from Republican to Democrat. This is a cross racial and cross ethnic movement. There are many, you know, non-white uh, uh Protesters. There are many uh, communities where parents, uh, where non-white communities, where parents are furious at what's happening in the schools. The largest growth in homeschooling this past year has been among black families pulling their kids out of public schools. So this is an issue which is a an almost an existential threat to the Democratic Party uh, in 2022. And so this is really bad stuff that he did. And he needs to be held account to it. Some of the senators called on him to resign, and, and I think he should resign, too. This is completely inexcusable. It is so far beyond what Bill Barr ever did. Yet remember how vitriolic the media was towards Bill Barr when he didn't do anything. He didn't attack anybody. He didn't do anything uh, in terms of you know uh, trying to scare people with uh, political p- talking points. So I think that you know it's completely inexcusable. And I think it was maybe Tom Cotton, maybe it was somebody else said, and it said what I've said many times at Legal Insurrection the past few months. Thank goodness this guy is not on the Supreme Court. And thank you, Mitch McConnell, for keeping him off. That was Senator Tom Cotton. I have said the same as well. Talking to William Jacobson of LegalInsurrection.com, Cornell Law Professor. So much of this is playing at a time when we see what's going on, we see what's going on with school boards everywhere. We have our issues in central Indiana. They have issues in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They have issues in Atlanta, Georgia. But so much of the conversation is focused on Loudoun County, Virginia, where we know now that there was a sexual assault of a student. We know that it got covered up by the superintendent, by the school board, uh, it, ostensibly that it was to protect the transgender community. Well, I still have a touch of time here. You've got the article over at LegalInsurrection.com written by uh, Terry Kristoff, uh, a friend of, uh, of both of ours. Students who staged this walkout. Is this a school board that's prepared to pack it in and say, yep, we have failed on critical race theory, we failed to listen to parents, and we lied. It's time to walk away. Or are these people, like all school boards, or is it emblematic of all school boards, where they're dug in and they're not going anywhere? I think they're dug in, and I think that's what you see in the most radical school boards across the country. 
they view their life as being an activist and they are now in a position of power and they're not going to give it up. And they think the unions will ride them through this and they very well might. I mean, we see it in Rhode Island. The unions are 100% behind the critical race theory push in schools. The unions are 100% behind attacking parents who speak out. So I think a lot of these school boards figure this is something that's going to blow over. This is just a protest movement that's going to burn itself out. And a year or two from now, we'll still be here. And if it comes to a vote in the community, the unions will get their people out because very few people show up for these these elections for school board. So if the union can turn out, you know, a few hundred extra people, that's probably the difference. So I think there is a level of arrogance here that is matched, um, really not matched anywhere else in the country in terms of these local radicalized uh, school boards. So I think they probably think they're just going to ride out the storm with some help from the federal government and from the unions.